0: Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes, with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts.
1: I'm Inday Espina Varona, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teka Teka, Balita para sa mga huli sa balita. It's July 26, and Duterte will be delivering his sixth and final State of the Nation Address. In this episode of Teka Teka, we do a recap of his priority bills in the 2020 SONA and what we can expect from his last address.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the Republic of the Philippines, Rodrigo Roa Duterte.
1: What sets this year's sauna apart from his previous addresses is that it will be his last. And usually, kapaguling Sona, pinag-uusapan ng mga presidente ang kabuang achievement ng kanilang administration. Now, in his first four years in office, President Duterte was focused on his illegal drug campaign, build, build, build projects and other drives to alleviate poverty. Pero in 2020, he was up against a new enemy, a faceless enemy that he could neither see nor kill with a bullet. Duterte promised to fight the pandemic with the same fervor as in the other wars he had pledged to win.
0: Together, we shall fight this pandemic with the same fervor as our campaign against illegal drugs, criminality, insurgency, and corruption in high places, and in parochial interests.
1: His 2020 sauna was on July 27. The Philippines then was four months into a nationwide lockdown, and the government was operating on emergency powers granted by Congress under the Bayanihan 1 law. Maraming People hoped to hear his administration's pandemic strategies and roadmap to recovery. But of the 21 priority bills he asked from Congress, only five were about the government's response to the pandemic. Bayanihan II meant to extend the special powers granted to Another priority was the creation of a medical reserve corps. And the Philippine Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Two more bills were aimed at facilitating the country's economic recovery.
0: A colon congress to fast track the passage of the proposed measure, such as the corporate recovery and tax incentives enterprises or create tax.
1: The rest of the latest proposed legislation in the 2020 SONA were long-running requests from his office, such as the Coconut Levy Trust Fund law that he signed last February. There was also the revival of the death penalty for crimes related to illegal drugs. Congressmen have filed several versions addressing this, although all are still pending at the committee level of both the House and the Senate. There was, of course, the threat campaign promise of creating a Department of Overseas Filipinos, which the President certified as urgent last May. But one of the highlights of the 30th 2020 SONA was his pledge to wage war on oligarchs and telcos.
0: Sometimes you are government pictured to be weak and incompetent because we cannot really force our mandate. Alam mo, ma itong nagbibigay ng na mga public services? You better improve. Huwag naman niyo kaming pahintayin Sampung taon bago kami ng mga services that the other countries are enjoying.
1: Duterte also reiterated that he was powerless to stand up against China in asserting the Philippines territorial claims in the South China Sea. And then, he went on to reveal that he had sought the help of President Xi Jinping in getting vaccines from Beijing.
0: Let me just uh, mentioned it in passing that uh, four days ago, I made a plea to President Xi Jinping that if they have the vaccine, can they allow us to be one of the first?
1: A year has passed since Duterte last made those promises, and five years have gone by under his administration. So what do we expect to hear from the president in his final State of the Nation address? Labor Secretary Sylvester Valio has said that he has asked the president to certify as urgent a new anti-ENDO bill. An end to labor-only contractualization was one of Duterte's original campaign promises that endeared him to the labor movement. Since then, Duterte and Labor have drifted far, far apart and have had some rather hostile encounters. We also expect President Duterte to address human rights concerns, especially the controversial anti terror law signed last year and the more than 30 petitions lodged at the Supreme Court. Still, on the issue of human rights, we can expect him to mention the International Criminal Court and the Supreme Court's recent decision, saying the Philippines has to cooperate with its investigation, notwithstanding Duterte's move to withdraw the country from the ICC. We also expect the president to discuss pandemic management, especially now that the Department of Health has confirmed local transmission of the deadly Delta variant of COVID-19. All of these issues, of course, will be hot buttons for the 2022 presidential elections, so we can expect Duterte to curse, maybe threaten some politicians who have recently incurred this ire, especially those with an eye to the 2022 presidential polls. With barely a year to the end of Duterte's term, it will really fall on the people to decide what kind of legacy we want for this country. Again, I'm Indaya Espina Varana Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Carl Zayat. Follow Teka Teka on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. Hold up!